Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Jonathan Goldberg, CIO at Arkansas Children's Hospital. In this segment, Goldberg talks about why he considers himself to be an accidental CIO, but has no regrets, the tremendous opportunity his team has to improve pediatric care in the state, and what it was like to go from New York to Arkansas. Now, you've been with the organization for about a year and a half, or when did you first get there? Yeah, about a year and a half, December of 2015. And then before that, you had been with uh, St. Peter's for a while, right, in uh, New York? Yeah, almost 13 years with St. Peter's Health Partners in, in upstate New York, So, and, and my whole career was, was, has been in the northeast the United States, so this was my first foray into, into the south. Yeah, and I imagine that that was uh, an adjustment, but what was it that um, made you most interested in, in going to uh, Arkansas Children's? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question, and, 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 it, and it's a pretty easy one to answer. I like to call myself an accidental CIO. I, I, I've used that term in the past. I did not start my career in technology, and, and I, I didn't even know what a CIO was. I think when I started my career, I started in nursing home administration, going into that field, it was something that interests me for a couple reasons. I, my whole family, an extended family, has always been in healthcare, whether it was doctors and dentists or, or in healthcare equipment sales. So I've always been in the healthcare environment through my family. I also wanted to, I, I guess I always wanted to run something. I always, I like to see myself as sort of having an entrepreneurial spirit and Nursing homes and healthcare to me are it was a way of giving back in a way, but still having a significant career, and so it enabled me both to have a have that career ladder, uh, but at the same time be a boss, so to speak, which was something that I, I guess I did want to get to uh, and, and attain at some point. But at the same time, nursing homes are, are a place where it's it's a it's a population that needs others to help them where they they can't necessarily help themselves. And so it was a meaningful career. I saw some of my, my colleagues over time who came from children's hospitals, and I had some introduction to children's hospitals in, in the, the years I've been doing this, and it would just it seemed like a place that would be a lot of fun to work and, and very meaningful from a career standpoint. So one of my goals was at some point to, to get to a children's hospital, and, and this opportunity came up, and it certainly was not something that I, that I wanted to let pass by, and, and, and certainly I'm, I'm glad I... I made the change. And what do you think are, are the most challenging, but then also, uh, you know, rewarding aspects of being in um, pediatric care from the perspective of uh, an IT leader? You know, it's interesting. I mean, it, and again, you know, every children's hospital may be different, and, and certainly environments dictate certain things. But when you look at the state here, um, Arkansas particularly, I mean, we, we say that there, there's a huge, huge opportunity to make a difference in the state. In terms of women's and children's health, we're ranked 49th out of 50th in, in, in outcomes. So there's really only, only room to, to grow and, and to get better. And we really are taking that, that mission seriously. So as I mentioned, the, the new hospital, the second hospital, as well as the statewide clinically integrated network, those are, and we're doing things around telemedicine. We're really, you know, sort of putting our money where our mouth is in terms of trying to get out to the entire state as it relates to, to pediatric care. And to be part of just being able to, especially getting in the ground floor, at least in, in terms of our strategic growth that we're going through right now, 
is really exciting to be able to see that change. And, and, and so much of it is technology-oriented. So to, mm-hmm. to be part of implementing a lot of the technologies and, and, and being part of that strategy, developing that strategy that can have such a lasting impact, hopefully over, over the time I'm here, to be able to see us move from 49th to something, maybe a couple of years will be in the 30s and 20s, who knows. But right. I think that's, that certainly is is a huge piece of, of sort of the satisfaction factor. Um, and then, of course, just what you see every day happen here is miracles happen in all, all hospitals throughout the United States, and whether it's adults or, or kids, um, you know, amazing things happen everywhere. It is really pretty amazing to see some of the things that, that we're, we're doing and the, the impact we're making on kids' lives. So you can't ask for better if, you, if that stuff matters to you. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned telemedicine, and I, I had seen that, w- that one program is school-based telemedicine program. So it's really, really trying to get uh, better access to care, which I imagine is really one of the big hurdles for our kids in that area. Yeah, that, there's there's over 25,000 kids throughout the state in rural areas that don't even have access to transportation. Mm-hmm. Their families don't own cars. We, we targeted schools that have a population of less than 5,000 people in a geographic region. And these are areas where if we can keep the kids in school, have the school nurses be able to, to leverage our capabilities, be able to keep the kids in school, keep the parents at work, and then hence let the, let the parents do the follow-up care with their primary care physicians, family practitioners after you know, whether it be, you know, after hours or the weekend or next free time they have. But at least let's, let's get the healthcare started immediately uh, without interrupting everybody's lives. And, and that's, you know, a huge start to just helping be more proactive with how to, how to help the, the communities and make sure, like you said, make sure that the kids are getting the care they need. Right. Now, um in terms of coming from New York or in the Northeast where you've been for so long to, to Arkansas, and I, I can imagine that that in and of itself was an adjustment. How did that go for you, just uh, you know, being in such a different area? I enjoy people, and I certainly, it wasn't as big a shock as one would think. There is always the impression that, and, and I guess it, it may be because of the ruralness of, of Arkansas, and, and some of the reputation of, that it may have. But um, coming here to Little Rock, it, it really is it's a, it's a great city. It's, it's got lots of amenities. It almost really was no different than, than living in upstate New York and in, in Albany. Very similar sized cities, both the capitals, both on a river, similar sized population, very rural once you leave both of the cities. The people here have been super friendly, um, so that southern hospitality is, is showing through. And so we, we've really enjoyed uh, sort of the time we've had here so far, and um, it, it really wasn't as big adjustment as one would think. It's, it's certainly there's some differences to how the, how the states run and, and, and how some of, the, some of the laws and uniqueness to the, to the state that you sometimes look at and say, wow, I, you know, how they come up with that decision. But really assimilating was, was easy, and, you know, I think you're finding nowadays that, it's harder and harder to find a lot of uniqueness from from city to city because so much of it now is be, things are becoming so nationally chain based or international based. I mean, I remember I was just in I was in Italy a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago, and 
everywhere you turn, there was American companies, whether it be restaurants or real estate. No matter where you go now, it's, it's, you, you kind of feel like you're in the same place. Uh, but right. so you look hard enough and you see lots of uniqueness, lots of local activities to take on. And, and that's what we've been trying to try to do. But there's always a little bit of comfort in seeing things that you're already familiar with. Right. And then as far as going to um, a children's hospital, I, I can imagine that there's a learning curve just because of the uh, huge difference that you're dealing with in terms of, you know, from the smallest of, of small patients to ones who are young adults. And I, I can imagine that that's something that, that takes a little while to, to get used to. Yeah, I mean, there, there's certainly different language that gets used and, and different focus points that are important when you're talking about the smaller populations. I mean, a significant amount of our work is, is in the intensive care so that requires a, a different level of because they are really the small to the small. Just how we how we think about what's needed in terms of medications and, and the the types of medications, the dosing, uh, the staffing needed, um, the different types of tool sets that need to be available, um, and the skills. I mean, I'm constantly learning. You know, and I continue to try to be very, very visible. And I, I spend a lot of time trying to get out to, to spend with other folks and, and learn and absorb and observe. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, and I think I, I, my knowledge is probably about 5% of what it needs to be. But there's hopefully lots of time to continue to continue to learn uh, from those who are, who are doing. Right, so it certainly seems like um, it was the right move for you. And uh like you had said before, there's a never a dull moment, especially with so many things going on for the organization. No, no, it, 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 and it certainly has been, a, has, has been a great move. I mean, I've never regretted any, anything I've done in my career. I've, had, I've been very blessed to have, have had a, such a great career and, and at great places with great people. You know, I, I look back with fondness on every role that I've ever had, um, not that I had that many, but each one really was a springboard to the to the next opportunity, and I don't think I would change much if I if I could turn back the clock. Right. Well, I think that that should wrap things up pretty nicely. Um, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know that there's a ton going on, especially on a Monday, so we really appreciate the time to hear about the uh, the cool things going on at our Arkansas Children's. Yeah, not not a problem. Any time, always always fun to talk about it, and uh, you can certainly. Follow both me and Arkansas Children's Information Services on Twitter. We, we, that's another thing that we've, we've been doing for over the last six months or so to try to get engagement with what we're doing and keep communication oh, okay. open. So we have AR Children's IS and uh, Mr. CIO, and uh, we have a lot of fun with it. And that's, again, uh, just using some of the technology tools we have out there to, to just play a little. Oh, very cool. We'll check that out for sure. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much, and I'm, I'm sure I'll be in touch with you again. All right. Thanks, Kate. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.